0: about the nature of the mind as the gathering mind and we'll be discussing this through a story called Chiono's No Water, No Moon from the book Hidden Lamp. Chiyono was a servant in a Zen convent who wanted to practice Zazen. One day, she approached an elderly nun and asked, I'm of humble birth. I can't read or write and must work all the time. Is it possible that I can attain any way or even a morsel of the way of the Dharma, even though I have no skills to practice it? The elderly nun was kind and she answered her very clearly. This is wonderful, dear. In Buddhism, there are no distinctions between people. There is only this. Each person must hold fast the desire to awaken and cultivate a heart of great compassion. People are complete as they are. If you don't fall into delusive thoughts, there is no Buddha and no sentient being. There is only one complete nature. If you want to know your true nature, you need to turn towards the source of your delusive thoughts. This is called Zazen. Chiono, who was overjoyed with happiness, said, With this practice, as my companion, I have only to go about my daily life practicing day and night. After a few months of wholehearted practice, one night, She went out on a full moon to draw some water from the bucket. The bottom of her old bucket held together by bamboo strips suddenly gave way, and the reflection of the moon vanished with the water. When she saw this, she attained a great realization. Her enlightenment poem was like this. With this and that, I tried to keep the bucket together. And then the bottom fell out. Where the water does not collect, the moon does not dwell. This story has so many elements in it that definitely reflect lessons for our daily lives. Because a lot of us are just like Chiono, we don't have a lot of time to practice Zen. We may want to, but it's really hard to take time off of work in order and our responsibilities in order to go to a temple or a meditation retreat or even find a few minutes during the day to meditate. But this story demonstrates a very clear way to practice Zen and practice Dharma, even when you're not necessarily in. That specific environment. The nun tells her to look for the source of your delusive thoughts. And when she started using that bucket and the bamboo strips gave way, it was more or less a metaphor for the nature of the mind as a gatherer. The mind will gather all the thoughts, and it's those thoughts that essentially dictate how you see your life and how you conduct yourself, and the deeper realizations you feel you can achieve. If you can open your mind and let go of these thoughts, the thoughts that dictate what you can and cannot be, the thoughts that dictate the nature of life, you can be open to experience more. Another deeper meaning that the story shares is how the water reflects the moon. To me, this is a great metaphor for expectations and for dreams and for things that are, quite frankly, sometimes unrealistic. Even though the mind may be full of these expectations and understandings wantings, Of others and the world around you, such as wanting to contain the moon, it doesn't actually mean that this is a good goal, or even a realistic one. That's not to say we should set good goals for ourselves. But sometimes when we refuse to see things as they are, we cling to ideals, to people, to situations that are not healthy for us. We see the world not as it is, but as we want it to be and when we are met with evidence that the world is not what we want it to be it causes us great pain so for me i would say one of the greatest things that we can take away from this story is to remember the nature of the mind whether or not you're aware of it it is always gathering it is gathering your negative thoughts It is gathering your positive thoughts. It is gathering your neutral thoughts. If you never take a moment to observe how your mind is functioning, how your mind is actually operating in the world, the beliefs that you hold, the perspectives that you develop, and where they come from. If we never look at the root, which is the mind, we will always feel that life is the one dictating our decisions and not ourselves. But if we're able to develop, just like Chiono, this level of calm observation to see the gathering place for all of our thoughts, all of our emotions, we can start to unravel the patterns in our lives and to essentially decode ourselves as people. And when we understand the nature of our existence, it is very, very simple to understand the nature of everything. Because we are also a reflection of how existence works. Of course, this is not a direct path to enlightenment. But when we're able to look at the root of our thoughts, the root of our mind, And effectively identify what it is it gives us a better chance of letting go of the thoughts and the perspectives that are causing us harm and perhaps developing greater wisdom to retain the thoughts and perspectives that bring us peace and encourage us to continue growing to continue opening our minds i would say the final thing I really liked about the story is how sometimes unexpectedly, just like how Chiono got this answer from this nun, we get unexpected blessings in the form of stories or moments or realizations on how we can try to live our lives better. Of course, there's going to be a lot of scam artists who tell us this and tell us that. But I believe that In our heart, we know that there's sometimes a new method or a new way to live worth trying, especially one that comes from a dharmic source or also one that comes from a trusted source of yours, someone who you know is wise and full of happiness. It's good to be like Chiyono and to be open-minded and to try these new things to try these new practices, especially most of all, if these practices are about observing your mind and actually trying to see its nature as the gathering mind. And once we can identify the gathering mind for what it is, we'll be better able to understand why we feel the way we feel and also to let go of those weighty, difficult feelings, and perceptions, and thoughts that weigh us down in order to give way to a more wise, a more lighter, and a more refined way of thinking about ourselves and the world around us. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you have a very beautiful, joyful, and happy week ahead of you. Until next week.